Hello everyone and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Noah. My name is Luke, I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me as always is <gasps> Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Luke, and hello to folks listening to the Noah Open Podcast, the podcast open to Noah. I tried to do that a couple times, everyone, but my my coffee brain was just like, no, this is too much for you to handle. You're bamboozling yourself. And uh, Andy just had to do the little intro there just then. So, yes, that, that is true. Hello. We're going to talk about hey, another buddy. show today. Happy New Year. Yeah, man. Happy New Year's 2024. We're going to talk a little bit about some major New Japan news that has broke uh, just Ooh. in the past couple of days. Get ready for Wrestle Kingdom. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance you're listening to it on or after Wrestle Kingdom. So I don't know if we'll do a whole preview or anything, but we'll talk about it a little bit. But we are here to talk about the NOAA, the New Year 2024 show. Um, I don't know. Luke, it had its ups and downs, but before we get to that, we got some big news I have to reveal to you that you don't know about. Oh, really? You didn't know about this big news that just showed up on New Japan World. There's actually two news stories. Would you like the most or least important one first? Uh, The least. The least important one is the Lion's Den is going to return in 2024 Dojo Showcase, the New Zealand Dojo which has only a good reputation and not a bad one at all. But they're they going to have uh, some shows, I guess. Uh, I don't even know if it's going to be on New Japan World or anything. So that is the least important news. Uh, now, what's the most important? Hit me. The, um, new, uh, the most important news is that um, we have the finals of the Best of Strong 2023 polls. So here we go. Top 10 or, you know, top five matches from New Japan Strong. What was your favorite match from New Japan Strong? I know we covered that already in the best of, you know, year-end top 10 list, uh, all that stuff. But, you know, can you reiterate your favorite matches from Strong? I feel like Shingo versus Tama winning the Never Gold. Yeah, done. That wasn't wasn't strong. So, was it? I guess it was. Happened on a strong pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, here's what they have listed. Oh, they have Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay. Ospreay. I don't think he's on any of these. So um, it is number five, Eddie Kingston versus Jay White at Battle in the Valley, February 19th, 2023. Fuck that match, though. Yeah, fuck it. Um, Here's a a, a number four. Yes. June Kasai and El Desperado versus John Moxley and Homicide. Independence Day, night one, July 4th, um, uh, 2023. Yeah, and, and it's funny how your best matches of the year, some of them happen on the only show in Japan on the first day of the year, pretty much. <laughs> Just downhill after that. Um, so, number three, El Desperado versus John Moxley, Independence Day, night two, July 5th. That's what I said. So that was one. Now, here's one I actually would consider awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I like those matches, but I don't know that they're the best match ever. Number uh, two. Actually, okay, tied for number one. We have two, a tie for number one, just like the oh, show man. we're going to talk about has two main events. The uh, We have Zack Sabre Jr. versus Mike Bailey from November 10th, 2023. Yeah, TV that was and then, of course, the number one match is Ka- Kyrie versus Mercedes Monet, Battle in the Valley, February 19, 2023, which was also one of our most popular episodes this year. Yeah. 
so was Tamashi. Just a lot of Aussies wanted to hear Aussie talk about the Tamashis, but uh, yeah, that or you just listen to it over and over again. That's true. It's my pants off. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not wearing pants now. <laughs> my secret is out. Anyway, uh, before we get uh, any further, it might be a Noah based show, but there's still professionalism that I need. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah. We are on the Tweety. I am there uh, for now. <laughs> I'm at Crumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusifer. Tweets collectively, we are at Noah Open Pod. <laughs> and if you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. Uh, Noah, Noah Open Pod at Gmail. A dot. A com. Hey, you got the YouTubes? We're on the YouTubes. You could be watching me saying, hey, we got YouTubes right now and doing the gestures and things. Get out of hey. here. Hey. Hey, Bobby hey. Boo. Bruschetta Brioche. <laughs> yes. Just look us up. We are uh, just Never Open Podcast or Noah Open Noah Podcast open. Oh, yeah. on, the, uh, on the YouTube. So get us there. And if you've got any of that, Sasha Banks, money. Kick it that way. We got a Teespring store where you can buy merch that'll make you look and never as. Now, folks that you know weren't watching this, what you missed is you missed the gold dust, you know, preparation for that Sasha Banks money. It was like, a, you know, gold dust does that before he, you know, bites somebody or, or whatever. You did that. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. So thank you. Well, Luke, uh, we watched Noah. The new year, 2024, um, what did you think about it overall? What was your viewing experience like? Uh, how did you watch this show? Well, a, uh, a, uh, uh, and some dude I do a podcast with, uh, Cut Wrestle Universe, and I was like, sweet. Oh, by the way, how did I watch this originally? Oh, yeah, I sat here on my ass on January 1st thinking, oh, that's weird. Andy hasn't bought the fucking Wrestle Universe. Should I get it? Oh. Oh, hmm. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's the 1st of January. The show's on tomorrow, fuck nut. So, uh, you know, that was my first experience with the New Year's show, getting the day wrong. Yeah, well, Before and you're then. in the future, too. So, like, I didn't even, like, I haven't even had a chance here. to buy it. I wasn't going to sign up for it on, you know, the 29th, the 30th, the 31st. It was going to be the 1st, mm. which, by the way. No, they would have Yeah, because you would have charged it both months, yeah. Yeah, I was eligible for seven free days of free trial. So that means that other people should be eligible for that as well. So if you haven't watched the show we're about to talk about, you can probably watch it for free. Just set yourself an alarm and cancel. Now, as, uh, yeah, see, yeah, right. Uh, good luck with that. As for the show itself, I had a really good time watching it. And, uh, the only time... I felt like I had a bad time. Like, there's some matches on this show that I'm not really that into, and it's mostly because it's just dominated by Noah guys. It was just a Noah match, and no offense, like they're fine. They're not bad matches, but I'm a I'm a New Japan guy, so there is that. But I had fun with the whole show until I got to the main event, which I thought was super mega boring and bad. But in a holy shit. Kind of okay. I can't believe this is this bad kind of way. Uh, so it's sort of watchable, I guess. I don't know. I did say boring, so that's not good. What about you, Mister Guy? How'd you feel? Uh, what was the vibe watching this Noah show? 
Well, this show started for me at 1 a.m., and this is like a fun little, like, <laughs> you know, kind of like uh, uh, trial run for Wrestle Kingdom because Wrestle Kingdom will be starting around that same time. And so, you know, you know, guys don't need to hear about my preparation and attempt to prepare sleep schedule wise, but I was up for it. And, you know, I, I got about four to five hours worth of like actual time I can pay attention when it's that time of the day, you know, and uh, I did almost all of it. You know, uh, I, one thing that was weird is that I noticed the show had 13 matches and I thought, well, you know, it's supposed to start at one. They'll have a pre-show at that point. So I don't need to hurry. Half the time I hurry and worry about it, then I'm, and then they're late or something like that. Right. So I was like, well, let's see what's going on on Twitter. And Noah's already posting gifts of the show. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's at like 1230. So I turn it on and there's some pre-show matches going on that were actually before the show, which I was thankful for. But still, this show has a running time of six hours. Fuck. No, you're not wrong. I started watching this at 5 p.m. I mean, maybe half four because I missed the start of the pre-show. But let's just say five. And it ran until like after nine. So, yeah. That was a big show. It's one of the biggest shows of the year, though, right? So it's always going to yeah. run long. I'm not mad it was long. It was just, you know, I only got so much time I could pay attention. And once I got to the main event, I was like, I don't care about this. And it's a shame that this show will overall be known for what we'll talk about in the main event because it's it kind of, like, overshadows everything. It and does, man, doesn't it? It's such a shame because dude, I like this show. The fans' reaction or lack of of reaction is going to be something to talk about. So, uh, all right, Luke. Well, this show took place at the Ariaki arena and it turns out a couple people we don't know, um, went to this <laughs> arena and posted their thoughts on a website called Google. I believe is what it's called. Is that correct? That is, that is correct. I have one such review here and I'll go first. If that's all right with you, Mr. Guy, Please. it is a review of the Ariaki arena. And it goes a little something like this. Uh -huh, I just stole your line. Actually, I think you stole it from Run DMC, but never, never mind. It's the worst. On the way back, you cannot use the toilet as it is restricted by a rope. <laughs> the price of the cafe is also quite famous. The nearest station, which is the short walk away, doesn't have enough toilets and there are long lines. Manage management looking down from above is the worst. <laughs> I will never use this venue again. One star. So at this venue, you walk by and and management is hovering it's on the second the floor. Management's like, oh, you know. Well, oh, yeah. and they're watching you. They know there's not enough toilets. They, they know took one some of out. them is blocked off by a rope. They know it, and they just look up from above looking down at you going, I bet you have to pee, don't you? I bet you do. The, the management's like, let them shit their pants. <laughs> well, look, I also have a review from a stranger of Ariaki Arena, and mine is uh, the following. It reads the following, since I can't use that line because you used it. Uh, I was, in, <laughs> I mean, damn. So it goes a little. Oh, well, I can't say that. So yeah, I was in the back row of the fourth row floor seats. So I had to turn to the side at about 45 degrees and the speaker in front of the screen was completely covered by the angle. So I couldn't see it at all. I thought it was a pretty bad seat. I didn't think it was suitable for performing concerts. 
I'm not going anymore. One star. <laughs> All caps. Very angry. Very, very angry. You know, it's like, then don't go. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Why not just? I'm just imagining go. Michael Douglas, just like he's having a really bad day, and he's just like, "I'm not going anymore," <laughs> and, and you know, just leaves the traffic jam and starts his day. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my god, that is fucking amazing. I love these. I love doing these. Yeah. Now, Luke, this uh, venue is like the standard venue, you know, that we've seen many times uh, for Japanese pro wrestling. It's like the medium size, although they said ten thousand people can fit in this place. So apparently it's, it's not medium size, it's a little bigger, but I started uh, the show and I was like, Oh shit, there's a match going on. It was like disco dads facing each other, which is important to what happens later. Cause Whoa. big things going on. We'll talk about with no wrestling story. with someone named Terry Yaki. And I was like, really yeah. Terry Yaki. All right, fine. Huh. I thought you liked it. You seem, you know, the way you were messaging me seemed. Like it was you a liked pun name, and uh, it, it, it is. <laughs> I've got my coffee voice, pre-coffee. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know, man. It's so this show is the dumbest thing and awesome. Yeah, Noah's shows, I guess, start with an announcer who is celebrating St. Patrick's Day. I guess he's dressed like he's from, you know, a guy on the you know streets of. Uh, of Cincinnati on St. Patrick's Day or something, and he welcomes us, and we get a, a promo video for all of the matches. Mark and Stu on the call. What did you think of the English commentary, Luke? It's the it's the same English commentary that you always get when you listen or listen when you watch a Noah show. Uh, it is good for when you feel like tuning in with your ear holes and being like, "Oh, here's some backstory," but. It also has a quality that I wasn't sure I liked at first, but I've come to kind of like, and it's this ability that some commentators have to be like, all right, I can listen in on them and pick up on what, what, what the story is and all the background, anything I need, fine. Also, they're easy to tune out. So, you know, I could just focus on the wrestling and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they're not, yeah. they're not bad. And I'm not yeah, insulting them with that as well. I like, like, I kind of like that I can do that. Hmm. Yeah, I like them. You know, I don't, I don't hate them. They're fine. You know what I mean? They, they don't really, they like their excitement level is kind of, um, you know, hard to predict. <laughs> sometimes they just don't give a fuck about things, and sometimes they're freaking out, and you're like, and you don't really know why. But at the same time. That could be the way they do their inside jokes. I don't know. You know, maybe they don't do inside jokes. Like, because no. that's New, J New Japan has to do all the inside jokes. But that G-Man dude, that G-Man dude looks like he's like one little detail away from being dressed up as a Batman villain. Yeah. He needs like a, you know, a, some kind of um, quotation marks or, you know, some kind of uh, punctuation on his uh, jacket. And then, right. uh, yeah, he'd have a full-on gimmick. So, <laughs> yes, he would. Riddle me this, Noah fans. I mean, exclamation mark me this, Noah fans. <laughs> exclamation! He's exclamation mark man, and he's the one who writes all the Google reviews about the venues. Never again, because <laughs> they love exclamation points. <laughs> Look. 
Do you want to? You want to? You want to take the first match because I feel like yeah. you really loved yourself some Alpha Wolf. Oh man, yeah. So the first match was a title match. It was the GHC Junior Heavyweight Championship Tag Match. It's a three-way match. Lucha rules. Alejandro and Ninja Mac versus Dragon Bane and my favorite wrestler Alpha Wolf versus Yohei and Tedeschi Trucks, which is what I'm going to call him. So, because um, I can't pronounce his name, and plus Tedeschi Trucks is a tremendous. Uh, guitar player anyway so uh bane and wolf are the current champions right and they look like i i don't know man they just look like um their masks are very generic skull like lucha guy masks you know like that's kind of the way i i saw them and uh, we'll talk about uh you know these guys a little bit but the match is full of fully synchronized flippy shit that makes no sense at all but is totally fun i don't like it at all but i have a lot of fun watching it so uh alpha wolf refuses to sell anything for anyone and it is so funny <laughs> it's just the funniest shit ever he just will not sell anything anybody does ninja mac eats shit trying to do a 630 and yohei rolls him up so they celebrate like they won, and their music starts playing, and the bell rings, and the ref leaves the ring. Match right, but no, Alpha Wolf and Dragon Guy they get in the ring and they're like, "Well, this was um elimination. Yes, ah, yes, this was elimination. Didn't you know that, ref? It was the elimination match. So we actually get a second match because it was not an elimination match, and. I don't know how this happened. I don't know if this was supposed to be part of the story or if the ref and the music guy just botched this. So, so we get part two of the match. The match is restarted, and it is, uh, you know, what is it? It's Dragon Bane and Alpha Wolf versus Yohei and Tedeschi, who are now the champions because they just won the title, right? So I guess the idea is, hey, we didn't get pinned. We need a rematch. We want it right now. So um, that is restarted. Crazy tandem moves again all over the place. Yohei hits a drop kick, I think, on Alpha Wolf and pins him. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Alpha Wolf agreed to that, you know, but uh, they came out looking pretty strong, though, as champions, Yohei and Tedeschi Trucks, because they, in essence, they got their first win, they won the titles, and then defended <laughs> them them. all in the same, like, that was like, that was like four weeks worth of wrestling in like one match. So that was, uh, you know, I thought the match was not my style, but I enjoyed it anyway. I agree. Uh, there's one moment where both of us just wrote, ha, ha, ha. Uh, I think this is an Alpha Wolf Dragon Bane scenario. Uh, people are on the outside. They're waiting to get dived on, right? <laughs> and it, with two, like, spots, both dives, I get the sense of everything that Lucha Wrestling is. Like, like it, Lucha <laughs> Wrestling to me is two things. Crashing and burning or fucking nailed it. Yeah no there's no in the middle for me like anyway we get the first guy i think it's dragon bane <laughs> he goes to do the flip off the rope his legs catch and his shoulders hit the apron and then he kind of lands on them and you and i are just like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then and then alpha walks like well I don't really have to do much to assert my dominance here, do I? <laughs> and he manages to execute the perfect dive. Fucking nails it, as I said. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, that really made me fucking laugh. So yeah, this it's matches like a fun mess that somehow gets 
Messier after the finish. Or should I say, the first finish. Oh, my goodness. That was, it was still a good time. But uh, next we have a group that is called Good Looking Guys. And I'm just like, but we are they trying to do just five guys? But no, there's well, another group that's just trying to do that later on. <laughs> there is, but but good looking guys has been around for a year, just like just five guys. So they, oh, it, right. it may it may have been um, the response to just five guys from. <laughs> we're not we're not really sure. So well, all I know is that three members of just uh, oh sorry, good looking guys. It's like the wish just five guys. It is Jake Lee. Jack Morris and Anthony Green. Now, uh, one of the members of this group <laughs> looks, like, <laughs> looks like Hillbilly Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, it's it's Jimmy the Snake Roberts from it's, that Battle Royal I saw where he comes out and hits a bunch of DDTs on everybody. It was his son. That's Anthony yeah. Green is his son. So. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> They are versus uh, wrestling against. Uh, by the way, I hate the fucking wrestling name Jake Lee. Uh, Jake Lee is my cousin's name, spelt exactly the same. Ew, gross. Ugh. And I like my cousin. Jake oh, Lee sucks. Okay. The wrestler sucks balls, no, from what I can he's, see. He's fine. <laughs> I like his, his getup. Yeah, but who are they wrestling? Oh, look, I've got a neck tattoo. Fucking. Uh, I'm, Following the footsteps of just five guys and that wrestler everybody loves from the AWs, the Cody Rhodes. Oh, he left? Anyway. Uh, he's got a neck tattoo. I don't know, man, what I'm saying. Anyway, they're wrestling against Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. El Ejo de Dr. Wagner HD Jr. <laughs> His name's like this long. Fucking, I'm not doing that. I saw that there, and I was just like, look, I'm just going <laughs> Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr. Yeah, Vinny Massaro, who I felt like is a – wasn't he a jobber on Lucha Underground? Yeah, Dr. Wagner was on Lucha Underground too. Yeah, but uh, – yeah, but is but He won, young, yeah. Yeah, but is this the younger Dr. Wagner we've got now? Yes. Because yes. I remember on Lucha Underground, it was the old fart Dr. Wagner. Right. Yeah, there's two of them. Regular yeah. Dr. Wagner, and then so the I, son of Dr. Wagner. <laughs> so I just take one look at, like, Vinny Massaro, and I'm just like, well, that team's losing. Well, I also don't care about this match, and I didn't make a notes for it. I'm sorry. This match is fine. Uh, as soon as Mr. Andy told me, he's like, you know what, Luke? I don't think I care about this match. I was like, you know what? Me neither. I might... Uh, Roll up a little something and come back for uh, Ishi Kitamiya, and uh, it worked out just fine, Mr. Guy. So, uh, what about you? What do you think of this match? Okay, no finish on this one, huh? So, oh, uh, Jimmy the Snake pins Vinny Massaro. <laughs> yeah. Vinny Massaro does nothing in the entire <laughs> match, and Good he job. looks. I mean, he's like he looks so dumpy, and I know that's part of his character, probably. But he literally does nothing. He tags in at the end and gets pinned. That's it. Like he, it parts. He's like Tiger Mask gets more shit in than this guy, you know. <laughs> there's, there's a match in Lucha Underground where there's four jobbers in the ring, and the, they're about to start, and you're like, "What? This is a stank match. They're all jobbers, and one of them's Vinny Massaro." And the match is about to start, but then Tejano comes out and beats everyone up and throws them all out of the <laughs> ring. And then the real show starts. He's like, yay! 
That's Vinny Masauer. <laughs> well, Luke, speaking of stink, and when I say stink, <laughs> I mean stink belts. The next match is uh, one that we were looking forward to. It's Ishii, who does not bring the stink belt with him, versus Masa Kitamiya. Now, this is a match that is two years in the making. <laughs> like So, like, if you go back in the annals of our podcast, you'll see the New Japan versus Noah first time they did that, you know, uh, show like two years ago. And that's kind of when this seemed to be, oh, we want to see this match. And here we are fucking two years later. I love that about Japanese wrestling. So these both these guys are like clones. They're just, you know. <laughs> they came from the I same mean, bat. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just Ishii is, you know, he was the original prototype and Masakita Mia is, you know, a little further down the road. They, they added hair and a beard. So um, anyway, <laughs> well, yeah, he, he looks like him and um, so Soya, who I have a hard time telling those two people apart. They both yeah. look like they've lost, like trimmed down and lost weight. So they looked a little different to me, you know. So anyway, this match is exactly what you think it is. It's going to be fucking, you know, just insane, like strong style heavyweight match. So they do that. EC stops selling at one point and just beats up Masa in the corner. And he's like, hey, check it out. He pulls his pants down and shows us his giant New Japan swinging dick, which I was shocked by. But it's oh, on paper. God, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so you could do whatever you want. So Kitamiya eventually fires up, and he gets his turn on offense, and they do the back-and-forth strong-style like pro wrestling thing. It's good. Kitamiya goes for some fuck-your-leg several times to take advantage, though, which I didn't like, but the crowd loved it. The crowd was like, yes! And then, Luke, we see a super knee smash, which was oh pretty God. fun. Super knee smasher. Like that, right? You, you, you messaged me straight away about that. Luke, <laughs> did you see double knee smash? I'm like, I just wrote that in my notes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, these two get a big lariat war that leads to a double down, and the crowd gets really loud. And this is when I realize the crowd hasn't cheered for anything yet. Like, this is, mm. they're just now getting like, oh, fuck, we love this. And so, like, they get loud in this match, and it's like, wow. And, and it's kind of like, it's not the loudest they get in the whole show, but it's close. So they love this match. So anyway, it's really good. But anyway, Indian Deathlock for a long rope break that, I mean, the crowd has the crowd just absolutely losing their minds. And Ishii's oh like, God. he has to face, you know, Kinemiya, who is kind of like sitting up while he's doing the Indian Deathlock. And it's this cool deal. It's really good pro wrestling. That leads to uh, Kinemiya. Oh, wait, here we go. Kinemiya, he drops Ishii with a big elbow. All right, they do all these big near falls and stuff and reversals and power-ups and kickouts, all that shit. This leads to Kitamiya hitting Ishii's moves. So at one point he hits a brain buster. Um, you know, he hits a sliding D at one point, but all of course, you know, Ishii like fires up immediately. And then we get a spot that this match will probably be removed uh, be uh, remembered for, and that is that uh, Kitamiya hates himself and he hates uh, you know, his brain. So he decides to do the Shibata spot and just shoot headbeds oh um, Ishii. Now, I was watching this with headphones on, and you heard the coconut, you know, you heard that, and it was like thud, and it was scary. So that happens, and we look down, and Kitamiya's bleeding just like Ishii, or just like, uh, you know, uh, Katsuhiro Shibata was, and it's scary, but it's awesome. Um, so Ishii responds by headbutting the shit out of this dude right in the throat and hitting a brain buster for the win. This match was extremely violent at the end, and it was really good. And I think of the two things that this show will be known for, this is one of them. This match fucking rules. 
we we knew this would be never as fuck, right? I mean, as soon as the bell goes, charge! Just like running into each other, just beat the shit out of each other. Uh, is this the match where I see a chop block that the commentators call a low spear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, a low spear? That's a chop block, man. Like, come on. Everyone knows that's a chop block. All right, all right whatever. Low spear. <sighs> it, and I, I, I did harp on about that probably way Wait, way too long. Well, we made jokes out of it. Yeah, we made jokes out of it because every, after that, every move was some kind of level of spear. Lariat, oh, it's a high, high level spear. You know, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then, like, he hits a regular spear, and we're both like, I don't even know what to call that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. But uh, the commentary does have, have a, I don't know quite what it meant, but the commentators say, oh, when they're, be you know, they're beating each other up and stuff, oh, this is like pistols at dawn. And I was like, all right. And you got some decent lines in, in, you, in your boys. That's, that's, that's right. It's pretty good. But uh, <clears throat> the thing that makes this a little different for me, and I kind of liked this element of it, it's like, well, Kitamiya sees the fucking bandage on Ishii's knee. And he brings a bit of fuck your leg to a never style match. And I think it works. Ishii sells it like a maniac, and uh, the match is just fucking great. I, I yeah, I, I loved it. And next we have Go Shizaki versus oh my god, the man who gets booked on every show because he's amazing. It's Satoshi Kadrim Kadrima. Yeah, I'm having a Kadrima about Mister Kadrima <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He's in my fantasy uh, Kadrima book. All right, so it's Goshizaki versus uh, Mr. Bread. I thought this match was really good. Uh, maybe not amazingly fantastic or anything like that, but solid. I feel like I think you, me, and Ian notice while we're watching this that uh, the crowd's kind of quiet for this one. And maybe it's because I like Goshizaki. I also like Mr. Bread. Uh, who the fuck do we cheer for? You know, a little little bit of that. I could be wrong, but uh, that's how it felt to me. Crad didn't know what to do. But uh, And uh, then wrestling does something I fucking hate, and I wish it would stop doing that, because every time they do that, I'm just like, oh, okay, this is happening. And I, I hear it or I see it. Oh, Goshizaki, he's never beaten Satoshi Kojima. And I'm like, well, Kojima's losing now. I mean, he was always losing. We know that. Uh, New Japan does not lose any inches for Kojima losses. By the way. <laughs> I just want to, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. They they add girth, actually. So, I just want to say though, like despite the, the, the crowd not quite being sure what to do, uh, Goshizaki and Kojima they put on a great great time. The crowd gets into some of the near falls towards the end though, but. Uh, Goshizaki, he wins with a lariat and just kind of just lands, just falls on top of Kojima for the uh, one, two, three. And uh, I thought he'd win in a sudden Noah fashion, and he did. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's another thing I think uh, I always forget when we go into like a modern Noah show is uh, is just how different they, they kind of plot out their matches. And not only that, uh, the finishes, I could be like, it's no wonder the fucking rec commentators are caught unawares. If they don't know the finishes, they're probably like, I'm going to have Oh, it's over. Oh my God. Oh, I couldn't, didn't expect that. Fuck. I wanted my sip of coffee just now. 
Well, but yeah. I mean, they should know the rhythm of the match at this, this point. This is the time. rhythm of the match. All right. Oh, it's yeah. Not... The rhythm so, of the match. After that match, Goshiyazaki grabs the microphone and he does. He gives us a good old fashioned John Hatfield special because he says, "Oh, that Kojima guy. Let's hear it for Kojima. You know, he's good. I'll put him over on the mic, but not on the mat." So, although he'd already beaten him, you know. Yeah, like but anyway, um, and so we get a new faction made. It's oh, it's it's. I mean, this is this segment is terrible because it's like Goshiyazaki. I'm collecting all the guys that are the Noah guys and we're going to be the Noahs. And it's like the disco dads and two guys I've never heard of. And he's like, these are the guys. And it's like, it's like, okay, bro, these are your boys. These guys that lose every match. Okay. I mean, whatever. So he made a new faction and he's like, there's just five of us that are going to make the changes. You see. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> hmm. I don't think good-looking guys are just five guys enough. And someone at Noah was just like, oh, I've got it. These ones. Yeah, it is. it does seem very just five guys light. Uh, but that's okay. We don't have to watch it and complain about it. Instead, uh, I have to watch and complain about fucking Gorillas of Destiny all the time. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, next, <laughs> think, Luke, we have... Yeah, you got yes. It. We have the uh, ladies ladies match, and it is uh, pretty cool. So this is interesting. This has got some good things going on with it, and it's got some really not so good. So this is the debut of Great Sakuya, who is uh, the baby found in the mountains by, um, a.k.a. in his front yard, by uh, Great Muda, who got misted in the fucking face. And... Um, you know, is now a wrestler. That's all it takes. You get misted in the face, found in the woods, missed in the face, weaned. You know, you get they you feed them the mist, and then they become a wrestler just like that. Now, do they become a good wrestler? We're about to find out. So um, it is the great Sakuya and Nozaki versus, and I just got last names, Umasaki and Takasi. Now, I'm probably botching those, so whatever. It is what it is. Takasi and, and, and Umasaki, they are traditional Joshi wrestlers. That's important to know. All right. Nozaki is more like a new school kind of, um, you know, wrestler and great Sequoia is something else. So we have three wrestlers that kind of do the same thing. And then one that is completely out of the ordinary, which really affects the match a lot. So we get the full on old school Muda entrance for his daughter. And she's got the like, you know, the whole get up on with the, you know, the hood and all that stuff. And she has a fan and it's really cool. And she reveals that she has this cool face paint and Muda is there for his daughter. You know, how that's kind of annoying, right? You know, your dad's used to be in the company, used to be the company's boss. And he just comes back just to watch you. And it's like, cool, dad. You know, but at the same time, if your dad's Muda. It's 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 like your dad drops you off at school and gets out of the car and then goes <laughs> to class in. with you. Yes. So, so Muda Jr. Uh, acts confused at what, like, you know, to start the match. Like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm seeing things that aren't there. You know, she's from the demon, you know, world Ooh, or some shit, right? I can see everyone's so, auras. <laughs> Well, she's seeing something. And so eventually, the cheese. 
she focuses her her she's harvesting the cheese yes and <laughs> she focuses on her opponent eventually and it's interesting so when here's the problem when nozaki's in this is a normal joshi match with psychology and like good wrestling when muda jr's in it becomes this bizarre character piece that's really not working so, i feel like she's in enough of match yes yes she, whenever she comes in, it, compl it completely comes a different match. And uh, I, I like that they're trying to do both with this match, but it, it doesn't really work. The crowd doesn't give a fuck. And so it's got this really uneven feeling to it where it's like, okay, here's this great, tremendous moves and really cool shit. Uh, like, for example, one of the girl ladies does a bridging fallaway suplex. What? Yeah, I saw that. That was awesome, that was right? So, you, you know. So, uh, you know, Muda Jr. and her partner are the heels. And so they do all the cheating. They sure are the cheaties. And so <laughs> that when they when they do that, man, it's just the match grinds to a halt. They fight over a chair, red mist in the face of one of the ladies, and then a chair to the head of the other. And this is weird because it's like the nicest chair shot ever, right? And but then everyone's confused, thinking that this lady got busted open. But it's like, nah, she just got the red mist in her face. So, um, Nozuki drop kicks um, a bunch of people. She comes in and it's absolutely silent. Muda Jr. hits the ref with a chair and gets DQ'd, and then moonsaults her, her opponent post match. It, it didn't really work. It was way too long. I mean, like this was probably like 35, 40 minutes, and it was like. It should have been 20 tops. So long. Luke, what did you think of the debut of Muda Jr. Jr.? All right. So the the best match I, I can think of to – all right. <clears throat> Wato and Taguchi versus the Bullet Club Cuties, El Fantasmo and Ishimori. Taguchi, Ishimori, El Fantasmo, they've got the memo. We're having a fun match today. We're being goofy and silly. Wato tags in. I'm going to. Fuck you up. <laughs> and, all right, that's a bit weird. And I feel like the wrestlers seeing that was just like, whoa, man, we're having a fun match. But they went along with it, and it kind of worked. This is what happens when that doesn't work, where three wrestlers are like, we're having this kind of match. And then the fourth person's like, I'm a character. We're having this kind of match. And that was kind of the opposite. This didn't work in that way. Where I was just like, oh, it's not working. And it ends in a DQ. Oh. Yeah. Crowd hated it. Just I absolutely did not hated like it. it either. And I'm like, I'm not going to write any of these ladies off or anything like that. But what they put down did not quite work. And uh, it's fine. Hey, at least at least Muda Jr. could tag out when there was trouble. Also, yeah, if the ref got hit by a chair, who rang the bell? Well, the timekeeper rang the bell. Luke. But he's not the ref, so how does he call for disqualification? I mean, I, that's a good question. I think maybe as he was falling Oh, he calls the bell. I'm losing unconscious. Ah. <laughs> I don't know who hit me, but it's over. It, maybe it was Dick Togo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so the next match we have. Look, by the way, everyone, we're a New Japan podcast. With, when it comes to the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestlers uh, names, be they in English or Japanese, we've usually got them 
pretty well sorted. I should have said this at the start. But, uh, hey, if you've gone this far without butchering of the Noah guys' names, just be aware. We don't watch this that often. We don't hear their names said aloud that often either. So. What do you mean? This is the Noah Open Podcast. Oh, yeah, shit. Sorry. You can oh, email sure. us at noahopenpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, that's so. right. All right, so we got Takeshi Sagoya versus Olka Sasaki. Now, here is my note for this match, Mr. Guy, and I feel like this is an accurate review of this match. All right, so you and I have this. I, I wonder if it drives Ian crazy or not, or if he just doesn't care. But uh, we, we, Andy and I like to make a lot of jokes that uh, <clears throat> the older you are in Noah, the better you'll do. And then, uh, you know, they always love to throw up the ages of the wrestlers, by the way, on this show. So uh, I didn't need to know Ishii was almost 50 years old at 48 or anything like that. <laughs> I, I would like the illusion that. that is perpetually like 42 <laughs> for like life for the next 20 years, please. Like, come on. It's Don't really important me... to Noah. You know, I mean, age is so important to Noah that they're showing you all the time everyone's age. And it's like, okay, relax. That's Isn't that part of the gimmick? I was telling you. Why don't they just fucking lie? <laughs> just lie. It's wrestling. They lie about everything else, but they're not going to lie about the age. Because you yeah, can look 26, it up online. For real? I mean, but, uh, no, but, you know, I'm just saying. they could. He could be 40 forever, just like yeah. Mark Simpson, you know? So where I'm going with this, Mr. Guy, is did I have a bad time watching Takeshi Sugoya versus Olka Sasaki? The answer is no. But here's my review. This is a Noah match, if I was to describe one. Old man beats new guy. Why? Because Oka Sasaki is making his debut. He is in his 30s. No, 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 no. He can't go over on debut against man who's 56 or 53 <laughs> or something like that. Age means experience, stronger, faster somehow. I don't know, mm -hmm. everything. Uh, and look, yes. Sagoy wins. He wins kind of easily as well. It's fine. It's a decent match. They do some Germans on each other, which is pretty nice. It's a, it's, it's a good time. But at the end of the day, if uh, you were to go, Luke, what's the stereotypical Noah match? Oh, uh, old man beats uh, baby. Mm -hmm. And that's what yeah. happened. Lance Archer needs to get into Noah. I mean, he was in there for a <laughs> long time. He did very well beating up babies. Um, yeah, it was like, I guess this uh, Sasasuke guy, or however you say his name, he was supposed to be debuting, but, like, not as a young lion debuting, like, like as, like, a regular guy on the roster. And it's like, cool, why is he this high on the card? Why is this match so high on the card? Why did we get three... Well, we got we got two singles matches right in a row, and then we got the ladies match, and then we got another singles match. I feel like those could have been broken up differently um, on the show a little bit. But this match was very Japanese, which I appreciated. It was one of the most Japanese matches on the show, except for uh, you know the co-main event. But anyway, uh, Luke, next we have some New Japan guys. This is Hayata and Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Ogawa. Now, Ogawa is the guy I always say looks like, he looks like a, you know, Native American warrior. That's what he looks like, you know? Like, he would fucking shoot you with a bow and arrow, you know, and do other stuff that's probably racist. But anyway, he looks... <laughs> I was just thinking of... He, he looks like that and like i like how he looks he's one of these guys that i don't want to know what his age is but he probably is 50 
always. He just looks like he's 50. Him and Zack Sabre Jr. used to be junior tag champs together, I believe. Maybe it was heavyweight tag, but and and because Zack Sabre Jr. used to hang out with the Stinger guys, that's him. So uh, that's what we got. Hayata and Tanahashi, I'm not sure what they have in common. Um, but they are tagging. So Tanahashi, he did not bring the Stank belt either. Not interested no. in that. So doesn't want to show that off. So this is a Wrestle Kingdom preview match. And so we get the preview stuff right off the bat from the heavies. And Tanahashi is being such a dick. His team gang up on Ogawa. They beat him up and play guitar to a huge reaction. Because, you know, Hayata is very serious. He doesn't ever joke around. And he played guitar with Tanahashi. And the Noah crowd was like, oh! They couldn't believe it, so that was fun. Zack Sabre hey, Jr. No you got to play guitar with the president, man. Come on. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Ogawa, they isolate Hayata and fuck his leg up, um, and we get all these insane, complicated, like awesome holds on this guy. It's so fun. Increasingly complicated each time. So I love that. Tanahashi does his silly reaching for the tag thing where he's laying on top of the ropes, and that gets a huge reaction. Now... Something I hadn't really noticed much until now is that the ring looks tiny in this match because Zack Sabre Jr. is huge. And so, like, they use the 18-foot ring, and it looks a little smaller, and especially it looks smaller when the ace is laying across it and his arm reaches halfway across the fucking ring for attack. So it's funny you that say that. At, at some moments, the wrestling ring felt like a normal size ring to me, but just like what you've just said, there were moments throughout the night where I was like, are they in the strong mini ring or something? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, it's the 18-footer. They got the extra, you know, uh, edge for the apron. But, I mean, it's it's a smaller ring than what New Japan uses. So, anyway, um, so the uh, guys, it's Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Ogawa. They go for a bunch of fuck-your-arm offense on Tanahashi. And they do a series of double holds on Tanahashi. They're incredible. Where Tanahashi's like laying on the ground. And they're just like putting all these wacky holds on him and moving from arm to arm. They're <laughs> making pretzels together. Exactly. so <laughs> funny, man. Uh, Snyder's of Hanover. You know, we'll call that move. So Hayata <laughs> and Zack Sabre Jr., uh, they wrap it up with a sloppy-ass finish. They just have trouble doing the 300 moves that they're trying to do smoothly. And the ref starts counting at one point, counting a pin. And then it's like, wait a second, pin's not the finish. So I'm just going to stop. He just stops counting so that Hayata can tap out the Zack Sabre Jr., even though his shoulders were down for like a seven count. It's not bad, but the finish got botched big time. So. Japanese refs, because you know a Western Western ref would have just counted the three there. Fuck you, you should have worked that out, good boys. Is it also a matter of like, it's not a huge criticism because it just is what it is, but it, these kind of finishes happen less when we're watching a strictly, say, New Japan show, and that's because, well, they're all having preview tags together. They've They've got the, you know... They know how to wrestle each other, pretty much. Whereas, even though they might know how to wrestle anyone and wrestle the Noah guys, it's not something they do every night. So, doing all this highfalutin, complicated shit might not be uh, might not be pulled off every time because of that. Is that some part of it, maybe? Yeah. Or? I think the ref just fucked up. He should have never started counting if he was going to stop. You know, <laughs> or do do one of those things where you slide your slide your hand under the mat. Oh no no no! Like that, something like well, that. That's all he right. would. Yeah. Just, just like, oh, wait, I've got to check the shoulders down. Oh, oh. Yeah. All he would have needed to do, and then the wrestlers would have been like, oh, fuck, let's let's not be pinning each other. Because they were, I mean, it was 
shoulders were on the mat for quite some time from both guys. So. Look, and let's let's be let's be honest here. As as fun as this match was, this was a New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom preview match. Like that's that's what exactly what this was. <laughs> it did it did its job. It did. All right. So next we have the GHC Junior title. It is a Daga. Hey, he's from uh, that show where Vinny Masaru was from. Whoa. That's right. He was one of Cobra Moon's lackeys, I think. Is that right? I don't think so. Blizzard Kingdom, guys. That's right. And he's wrestling a a person named Eta. Now, I did like that the... uh, Hey, the uh, comment, commentary team did mention that he, that Daga was a Lucha Underground Trios champion. So I'm like, respect. That's right. Man, he never won show. the gift, gift of the gods, though. Wasn't even yeah. in, in the conversation of gift of the gods, which is probably the coolest build of all time, you know? Oh, and it's got the little things that you put in it. And you've got to combine all the stones in order to get your title. Yeah, ah, yeah I, I like that. Uh <clears throat> And I'm getting kind of distracted and moved away from this because I thought this was a good match. Uh, I know I just said, yay, it's Dargo from Lucha Underground, but like that's like a billion years ago, and I haven't really seen much of Dargo since. So it, it, it was good to see him again. I don't really know Eater that well. The match was fine. I have to admit to not being all that invested in this match, Mr. Guy, I'm sorry to say. Uh Maybe I'm just not used to junior Noah matches, or I just wasn't into the match, I guess. So I, just, I was just like, hurry up and get House of Torture on, and then I want to see Keno, and I want to see... Uh, little did I know. I wanted to see Marafuji versus Kota Ibushi. Little did I know that uh, this match right here would be better than the main event, uh, and it is. So Dargo, he, he does eventually, he retains his belt, but... Maybe I'm just off on the rhythms of the, of of, of uh, Noah Junior matches, man. Or maybe I'm just so used to New Japan ones. Like I'm used to a bit of fuck your leg, a bit of flippy dippy. Like I'm I'm used to a certain way that these kind of go down, and this felt slower to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's- that's fair. Well, Dog is a heel, and he was a very good heel, and he so he is like in control for most of the match. And it was kind of slow that way, you know, but I really liked it. I mean, he hit a fucking Canadian power slam. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Stuck his head through the ropes, grabbed dude on the apron, and hit a power slam on the apron. Canadian style. That is fucking crazy. Um, but uh, I thought it was fun. You know, Daga, Daga gets a big win after he hits some weird driver thing. It's called Diablo Wings. Nice fly so luke why don't you tell us about the next match then all right thank you because all right it is a match i was pretty much looking forward to even though i kind of knew how it would go and and it's weird to have like what what a company might consider an important show and it's weird to have a match like this on it because this seems like a hmm we've done a couple house shows in a row Let's let's make this an elimination match to mix things up. That's you know what, what New Japan does. So this is an elimination six man tag team match. We have uh, Daiki and Naba and Shuji Kondo and Junta Miyawaki. They're tagging with Ryohai Iwa, Shuta Umino, and Kaito Kiyomiya. 
and their verses house of torture all of them <laughs> we have that son of a bitch yoshinobu kanamaru we've got what dick togo we got show we've got <sighs> fucking Yujiro. feel my the pain man, noah he's wearing plastic jorts he'll never change we've to the got, big uh, noah show yeah. he's wearing plastic happy new year plastic yeah. jorts yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've got ren narita and of course a guy who was i was really excited to see on the noah show it is easy so yes this is a house of torture with against a mix of faces from both noah and uh new japan elimination style and oh the referees are going like i wonder how this match is gonna go because we got our fucking new japan referee sorry that's my uh <laughs> that's my doing our accent and i think i fucked, fucked it up <laughs> but we were so fired up we're like new japan ref it's got to be chumpy right oh my He's, god chumpy I obviously mean, drove everyone except for president tanahashi who took the company limo uh, obviously obviously and it's kenta sato and i'm just like boo, <laughs> boo. match hasn't even started and one rando aussie's like boo. <laughs> if okay oh. so the president flies on air force one so does tanahashi ride an ace force two yeah i mean like he just needs to be shot high enough to do the uh high fly flow over to where his <laughs> destination is <laughs> but yes uh, so it is all these guys in the ring uh <clears throat> so we got a show uh being a bit of a douchebag early he almost gets eliminated but instead he eliminates junta miwaki so oh, oh, all the good guys are going to be down a person's whole match. Mm. Oh, Mia gets the uh, Togo jumping dick punch. So the crowd sees what's happening and they're booing it. Then Togo does it. And then the crowd's like, hey, because, you know, it's fucking funny. And uh, yeah, Kondo does like these Ishii like evades because, hey, you see Ishii do it. And you're like, oh, I wonder if I can do that. And, you know, the ones where Ishii's like, I'm going to get out of here and make you guys hit each other and all that kind of stuff. So this condo dot guy, he does that and he throws out show. But that son of a bitch, Katamaru, he, he eliminates Kondo by throwing one person into another. And he eliminates Anaba as well. So, so oh, here we go. The fucking house of torture, boys. They've got the advantage. <laughs> there is some kind of Canadian sling blade kind of thing by Shooter that gets rid of Katamaru from the match. Uh, Dick Togo makes like he's like trying to duck only to headboat, but shoot her in the balls. So yeah. I don't know if he's pulled this spot out before. He probably has, but like it, it was a, it was a nifty little well-timed spot. Like, you know, the rest, wrestler jumps, the other wrestler ducks, you know, hits the ropes instead. But instead, Togo goes to duck and then just does a cheeky little ish. Right, the balls. I was like, or oh, the life makers. I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. I like that. It's the uh, it's the kind of low blow that Sonata might pull off. You know, yeah, I mean? or or Tai Chi now. That's, that's he does it too. They do. That's the right. Well, they're low blow buddies, I guess. I don't know what that means. That's it's exactly how it's it uh, whatever low low spear buddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sounds less dirty. 
Oh my goodness. But uh, shooter that uh, gives uh, Dick Togo the death rider and he's out. So yes, you're out by uh, over the top rope eliminations or pins and submissions, all that kind of stuff. Now, uh, Ren and Shooter. Oh no, Shooter eliminates himself to eliminate Ren too. Oh man, they're going to continue fine. having the feud. I like that. Yeah, I like the two. You, you know they're going to hate each other forever, and we might as well do it this way. Yujiro throws out Iwa after a whole bunch of low blows. I'm like, Yujiro, man, you shouldn't be scoring any points in this. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Kia Mia. Uh-oh, he's the last guy standing on his team. Oh, I wonder if Noah will put him over because they never usually do. But, <laughs> like, I'll, if this was any other kind of guy left standing against House of Torture, my brain would have been like, oh, yeah, he'll, like, he does overcome and beat House of Torture. But my brain at the time of watching this was like, man, they hate Kiyomiya. They fucking hate this guy. Why do they even hire him? He's under 30. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and technically evil is much older, you know, and, and everyone in House of Torture except for Renderita is much older, so they That's should right. be winning, but if they were Noah guys, I mean, they would have beat the fuck out of Kitamiya. That's right. So. Uh, also, New Japan does not lose any flaccidity with uh, House of Torture <laughs> losing, and it's also because uh, there are New Japan guys on the winning side. So there is that. Uh, Kimiya, he pins Pimpy and Evil's thrown out. Oh, but the ref doesn't see it. So he slides back in. Of course he does. But Kimiya, he, yeah, he wins, eliminating Evil with what? A Canadian shining wizard. So, yes, he bridging Tiger Suplex for two. Kimiya gets the win after eliminating Evil after absorbing like eight eye pokes and all kinds of misdirection. That's what yeah. I got. Um, his I eyes are right. made of steel. So, uh, I like that this match was like a, you know, it was New Japan and Noah versus House of Torture. We, yeah, we hate them everyone so hates much. House of Torture. We will team up with our, you know, competitors to fight to you. beat the shit out of you. Yes, that's fucking cool. I and, like and Ki, you know, Kiyomiya getting the win, raising his team's hand at the end. They even, they even chase off. House of Torture. House of Torture tries a beatdown at the end, but all the baby faces kind of like, you know, they circle the wagons and, and kick them out of the ring and celebrate. And it's like, wow. You know, it's like they didn't even have to get their heat back or anything. So no. I, I thought that was a lot of fun. The amount of eye pokes was a little out of control, but that's what you want from this kind of match. And uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, next week, we had the GHC heavyweight title like match promo video. And the boys... Keno and Manabu Manaba Soya he is uh, they're dressed like samurais and and Keno's like I am the mad I am mad about what the guy did and it didn't do mad and Soya's like I uh, am also mad and they're saying Congo a lot so it has something to do with Congo we don't I don't really know how Congo ended but um, it's been like. You know, almost a full year or something like that. Keno comes out in his full-on Congo red gear. And Soya used to dye his whole face red. He doesn't do that anymore. So, you know, he's not he's he's regular. And he looks different, like I said. So I love this match. Loved it. It was my favorite match of the show. Uh, anytime I get to watch Keno wrestle, it's awesome. But it's got, you know, the deal that you're going to find in, like, something that maybe should have in the main event. And that's another thing, too, just important to note that the Noah fans were fucking pissed this wasn't the main event before the show. Really? 
Yes. Before right. the show started. Hey, so, and uh, in hindsight, I guess they were right. Because this right. match, I agree with you. I think I like maybe uh, Ishii, Kitamiya more. That's, that's just me. But this match fucking rules. And it should have been on last. Absolutely. So we often talk about fuck your neck matches, fuck your arm match, fuck your leg, right? I don't know if I've seen a fuck your stomach match in a while, but that's <laughs> what we got in this one because Keno is like kind of not able to handle Soya. And then Soya tries to do this flying lariat and, and Keno sidesteps him, fucking kicks him right in the gut. And it's like, oh boy, here we go. And that's when the match really starts. <laughs> it's tremendous, man. So, so Keno just starts working Soya's midsection. He hits all kinds of – okay, so he hits a top rope double knees. Then he stands on the dude after a double stomp, all right, and jumps and hits another double knees right to the gut. Oh, my God. It looks so evil. It's so awesome. Fucking vicious. <laughs> These two used to be friends. Holy fuck. I mean, he used to dye his, his beard. And now he doesn't, you know. There's a, there's a really long body scissors. It's a little bit over the top because it's like, you know, it's like wrestling, you know, it's a little gay. You know what I mean? And it's like, we don't need that. We, we don't need it. To, we don't need you to go too far with it. And this this spot's a little like, oh, okay, guys, like take <laughs> oh! it easy. <laughs> it's just the position they're in and the faces they're making. It's like easy. So. Big strike battle. Soya gets some space after hitting a diving lariat, and that was the diving lariat he was trying to hit at the beginning of the match when Keno kicked him in the stomach, right? So that was really cool. That started the whole fuck your stomach thing. So Keno kicks the shit out of uh, your guy, and uh, he hits huge chops, and we get the huge chop versus kickoffs, and it's uh, huge moves and violent strikes. Um, towards the end, you know, of course, Keno does his like, hey, I'm done with you. I'm going to hit you really hard and slap I'm you over everything, right? So he does that, and that's awesome. Close near falls all over the place, and Keno ends up winning um, after making Soya tap out to the STF, which is pretty fun. What do you think of Keno versus Soya? Is it Soya? I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Commentators did a pretty good job. They didn't tell us how Congo broke up, but it was like, hey, this guy was uh, Keno's Arn Anderson and all that kind of stuff. And and as soon as I thought of him as Arn Anderson, I was like, yeah, you're not winning the big one, mate. Sorry. Maybe <laughs> maybe the second one, but not the big one, uh, <laughs> which, which sucks because Arn would have been a good world champion. But uh, I guess he was just perfect in that, uh, you know, enforcer kind of role. But, uh, yeah, this is great. The kicks are fucking gnarly. I don't want to be kicked by uh, Keno. I just don't. It also he's so, he's so mad. Oh my god! It comes yeah. like the the anger is channeled through his leg. Match did have a bit of that Noah-ish kind of starting slow thing, but I don't know. It, it didn't stop me from getting into it. Like right at the beginning, I kind of got the story. All right, they used to be buddies. This used, used to be he's in force. All right, let's go. Let's wrestle. Wrestle match was awesome. Wish I could watch Keno every week, and I guess I could, but uh, I don't have time for more wrestling, except for maybe on a weird show, show like this on the second of January. But <clears throat> all right, so. <clears throat> oh man, can we just talk about this match for another half an hour? It's like, is that possible? No. No? All right. I can't believe I'm going to say. Oh, by the way, after this match, uh, Go Shiazaki, uh, he challenges Keno to a match. 
And the match is going to happen apparently on January 13th. And that's the day after my wife's birthday. Yeah, so, oh. yeah. Is that less than seven days from now? It isn't. It's more than seven days from yeah, now. It's, it's about 10. Well, 10 damn. days from now. Well, damn. Uh, <laughs> hey, maybe I've got a seven day fucking thing going on because I, I wouldn't mind watching uh, Goshizaki versus Ken as well. But, uh, We've seen it before. It's always awesome. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure like the stipulation for this was. It, and anyone listening could probably correct me, but they usually don't, so I can just say whatever I want. <laughs> uh, like, already, Keno's just like, oh, you want the GNC title? Oh, you got to put your new faction up for grabs. What? Man, Keno better not get stuck with those fucking jabronis, man. Come on now. It's, That's what I was I, thinking. I'm like, you want that, too? Why would you want champ. that? Yeah. What help do you need? You've got the title. Although it would be funny <laughs> to see Keno like uh, like the leader of a bunch of idiots. That would be kind of funny because he, he's already mad. Like imagine how angry he would be if his flunkies are idiots. <laughs> that would be pretty good. He'd be like Shredder, you know, Rocksteady <laughs> and Bebop, Turtles. Oh my, oh, my God. He's got his own star scream. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So... <sighs> It's not often that I watch a match. And I'm like, oh man, I got to cover this, and and feel bad for the match. Like this is, especially the the the, the old bloke. This is Naomichi Marafuji versus Kota Ibushi. I don't know how long this match went for, but I'm I'm sure it went for like uh, 17 hours. I'm pretty it sure it's like still going. 40 minutes, I think, is around how long it was. And you know, a lot of people talking about this match online. Man, Ibushi didn't look right from the beginning. I agree. So uh, it's like people are like, oh, he got hurt on this moonsault. It's like, yeah, but he wasn't right from the very beginning. And I don't, you know, I, we like Ibushi. We want him to do good and everything. Agreed. But we got a lot of bad things to say about it is wrestling in this match, um, mainly because he's fucking injured. And, like, the guy is is a complete crazy person who refuses to, like, I don't. We don't know the backstage stuff, but the you know the what the internet's saying is that he just went out there. And he cleared himself to wrestle in this match, and like you know that could be politics. But at the same time, it's like that sounds like something he would do, right? Just be like, no, I'm fine. Meanwhile, his like ankle's broken or something, and he just looks like shit. Now <laughs> it's not not good. I know everyone who's watch uh, watching the YouTube version of this can see that I am not the most ripped individual on earth. So, yes, I, oh, I'm I fully am. aware of that when Andy is, though. Look at him. Look at those fucking guns. Where's the beach, mate? It's fucking that way. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, you know, so far be it for me to comment on other people's bodies and stuff, but uh, I just knew straight away. I was like, oh, Kota Ibushi does not have the Kota Ibushi body, and you all know what that looks like. You know, like absolutely shredded and lean like yeah, he's he's fat guy abushi is what's going on here and it's like fat guy abushi is the best shape i've ever been in in my life maybe you know in much better so we're not trying to yeah. talk shit about oh Ibushi. Yeah. not that he but, would care what we have to say anyway but but he doesn't look in shape he is sloppy uh in 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 in, in multiple parts of this match 
like the murder of Bushi doesn't work. Like, I don't know, there's just something off about the whole thing. And yeah, you should yeah. This is even before like injury stuff comes like starts playing a factor into the match. But he's 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 not good. I don't know if matches start a bit slow when they build up. I've I've kind of I kind of got used to that again after, you know, as I was watching the show. The match never really got going either. It just felt like Man, I want to give you a big hug, Marafuji. I just want to buy a beer, give you a big hug. I'm like, you tried, buddy. You tried. But I don't know. Like, I feel like Ibushi is the kind of guy who has carried many a wrestler to a good match, right? But he just would not allow himself to be carried to anything half decent on this show. And what's more annoying and galling to me is that I had to watch 40 minutes of this garbage and then Marafuji loses. And of course he was going to lose. I mean, for some reason, every Japanese, every company in the world was it's just like, oh, it didn't work out with New Japan. Pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me to insult my mum and then leave after a couple of years signing a fucking lifetime contract or something. I don't know. <laughs> this was fucking stank. And I am a kind of guy who likes to periodically type in Tai Chi, Kota Abushi, G1. They just kick each other. It's a COVID match, but it's still fucking rules. I, I love his matches. I feel like it's been well documented. But this was fucking garbage. I did not like it. What about you, Mr. Guy? Like, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's clear as you're watching this. Like I said, just Abushi's entrance. Something ain't right. You know, I mean, just he doesn't even look like he's there. He's just like walking down the hallway at his apartment or something. I mean, that's just it's what he's paycheck like. Ibushi. Yeah, yes, yeah. There might be a little bit of that to it. And also, it's just like I said, yeah, he's hurt. And okay, anytime in this match that Ibushi has to leave his feet, it's trouble. Every single time. So here, here's the, the first example where I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Abushi runs at Marafuji in the corner. Marafuji's going to lift him up and over the ropes. That is a common spot in pro wrestling. I mean, really it's is, in yeah. every single match. And Abushi won't go over. So they try it again. And, and he finally goes over the second time, but he even has trouble going over this time. So anytime uh, Marafuji has to lift Abushi for anything... He's getting sandbagged, right? And it's not necessarily anyone's fault except for the person who decided to go out there when they weren't, you know, healthy. So, and the people that let them do that, that's kind of who's to blame here for this. And here's here's one of the most fascinating things about this match. It's probably something it'll be remembered for forever. Man, the crowd was on fire for Ken over Soya. They, Dude, they could, fucking loved I mean, it. They were living and dying with every motion. Marafuji and Ibushi wrestle, they don't give a fuck. And they're sad. And the, you, I mean, the fans, polite applause. That's it. Like, anything that happens in this match, polite applause is the best you're getting out of them, which is kind of a fuck you from a Japanese crowd, right? They, so They were excited. Then the match started. I, I don't know. I think the crowd... They didn't even react to him coming yeah. out. Like Ibushi's music hits, and it's some different music that he doesn't usually. Yeah, even, I guess maybe it's AEW. And man, it's just like the crowd's just like. Mm. So, like I said, they were already mad at this match for not for being the main event, and then it sucked ass, and it was just a sad thing. And it's like, man, Noah, you paid this guy to come in here. 
All right. We were watching what, what when uh you know we first started watching the show, it was like pre-show matches with some of the like Noah's like up and coming guys in the pre-show match. So these guys got bumped off your card for a bushi and and he shits the bed. And like we you know, we we have not seen the same Abushi since he got injured in that in match with Sokata uh, yeah. for, in the G1. He hasn't been the same since. And, like, that's fine. But, man, you know, when he got signed to AEW, I remember people, you know, you, everyone was all fired up about it. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I just, I just don't think that he can change who he is. And, like, you know, Mr. Brett, here's a great example. What is he, like 50? six something like that and he still like can go and of course there's things that he can't do so what does he not do those things like abushi won't change he won't change his style in any way shape or form and he wouldn't change his style in this match to facilitate it here's what the problem is okay your right ankle hurts make it part of the match and they didn't do that they could not do that and i feel like that any time that marifuji tried to like you know, make that part of the match. Ibushi resisted, and and they were not on the same page. And if you watch Marufuji's face throughout the match, that is where the real wrestling match is happening. <laughs> it's on his face where he's like, "This is fucking bullshit." And like, man, isn't Marufuji one of the higher ups in Noah as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what you want to do, Ibushi. You want to take a company's money, then fucking have a completely bed-shitting match against the fucking one of the top guys, not even not only in front of the camera, but behind the camera too. Wow, I can honestly see Marafuji just going like, yeah, we don't need him. Okay, here's how you fix this. Ibushi shows up to the, to the building hurt. Okay, have House of Torture kick his ass in the middle of the show. Done. Right? And then all of a sudden, this match has a story behind it. Marafuji doesn't want to take advantage of the situation, but he has to because he's got to win this match because of the important. Th I mean, good Lord, I just thought of that just now. <laughs> it's like, but Ibushi, I, that's why I feel like that it's his fault because he didn't, I don't think he gave them the opportunity. I don't think he told them he was hurt. It's interesting. Marafuji and Ibushi kind of avoid the ref for most of the match. They aren't talking to the ref much, right? At the very end, all right, Marafuji just walks over to the ref and just gives him an earful. And I think he's just telling him, you know, like, get this fucking guy out of the ring. And what happens, I, I mean, like, crowd's not happy with Ibushi and Marafuji's not happy with Ibushi. And then something very interesting happens. I don't know if this is planned. I kind of feel like it wasn't, but I could be wrong. Is that Jake Lee and Kiyomiya come out and kick Abushi out of the ring? Because <laughs> he won't leave the ring because he's hurt, but he won't let anybody help him because he's babyface, you know? So they come out and they grab the mic and they like move him, kick him out of the ring because he won't leave the ring. And finally, he goes to the back and they move on to whatever, you know, segment they were trying yeah, to do. Yeah, it was there. weird. I that thought was that was. Like, part of me was like, are they setting up Jake Lee versus Bushi? I'm like, good for Jake Lee, but I don't want that match. Are they setting up <laughs> Kiyomiya versus Bushi? Well, good for Kiyomiya, but 
I also don't want that match because I've just watched this one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd actually much rather see Kimia and just Jake Lee go at it, and I don't even care about Jake Lee. Like, I can't believe I'm saying this about Lakota Ibushi. But, yeah, I thought that was setting up like, oh, maybe we both want to wrestle Lakota Ibushi. Can we wrestle each other first and win it? Yeah. No, it's more like get the fuck out. We got a promo yeah. to do. It, who who's two guys that are still in their gear that can take care of themselves? Send them out there right now. <laughs> like, cause they might have to shoot, and that's that's kind of what it seemed like it was. Um, you know, we did learn later that Ibushi was rushed to the hospital after this match with, uh, you know, his ankles are shattered to a thousand pieces, and he's you know he's hurt. So it's a shame. It's just what a mess. And what a bunch of ego bullshit to end a great show. You know, it's like it's like this really great show. And I'm not trying to blame anybody, but man, egos in wrestling just cause problems. And this is a great example of that, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, would I recommend people check out the show? Yeah, it's a good show. Feel free to totally turn it up. Feel free to pretend that uh, Goshiyazaki challenging... Uh, uh, Keno for the GHC title was the end of the show. Yeah. And then just, just turn it on. <laughs> and then you'll be like, well, hey, the, the show was 40 minutes shorter and it was better. Oh, man, yeah. I can't, can't believe it. What a shame. Now, now imagine if Marafuji versus Bushi was the second to last match, right? It would have been like, oh, that's really sad. And that really sucks for Bushi. But did you see that main event? Fuck me, did you of, see Keno versus Sawyer? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. They botched it. <laughs> they really did botch it, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well. <clears throat> it's, uh, it is what it is. That was, yeah. It's, it's sad, true. right? Like, you and I can look at it and be like, all right. Yeah, this should have been last, and like, and I, I know sometimes a match order like that can affect my enjoyment. I do get emotional about these things sometimes, but yeah, man, that's a clear cut. Like sometimes a main event can color the whole show, and if they had to just swap those two matches around, people today might have been a bit like Bushi, eh? Can I swear? Hmm. They wouldn't be as mad about like the Japanese. No, yeah. You know, and so I don't care either way, but I'm just sad that Ibushi has turned into what he's become because I, you know, I really haven't watched much of his AEW stuff, but from what I've seen, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, but and it's all tag like, matches. So he's always had like people to kind of get to get in front of him and, you know, I guess protect to hide his weaknesses, I guess. Didn't work, but, you know, yeah. No. His weakness. Just like Goto, this is weak, weak body. So that's right. His body's become weak now. <laughs> hey man, the fucking guy has been jumping off pounds of you know piles of dirt and fucking, fucking twenty years. You know, right? For so I mean, it's like like I said, he just needs to change his style a little bit, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that is when some of the best wrestling can <clears throat> ever happen. Sometimes is when a guy changes his style. Don't they like you know? He knows all the styles as well. Yes. Just pick one. Yeah. I've seen him do Never. I've seen him do Super Junior Flippy Dippy. I've seen him do, like, Submission. I've seen him do, like, 
the the strong style New Japan title match. Goofy, like, goofy DDT <clears throat> matches. Yeah, at all right. I mean, like he, what? Like it, it wasn't one of those G ones. Like I'm not gonna beat just beat wrestlers. I want to beat them while kind of incorporating what they do into the match. So no, that was yo. Uh, fucking, <laughs> I don't mean in a copy way, but like, I know, I'm like, kidding. like, but if Ibushi was against a striker, all right, this is a strike match. If he's against right. Saber Junior, all right, this is a mission match. And I'm like, well, if you're a guy like that, just pick a fucking style. Why couldn't he wrestle the Marafuji match in this match? He didn't. They wrestled the Ibushi match, didn't they? And it mm. didn't work. You know, it's like, like you said, the murder Ibushi part was just pathetic it was pathetic and it was like that that's one of those moments that like is the it's like the super finisher you could only bust it out in certain situations when you need it why does abushi need to win this match he doesn't why is he going to this place marifuji didn't push him there you know it, it, it none of it made any sense it's like they didn't even talk before they went out there <laughs> and maybe maybe that's what it was like backstage maybe it was People trying to approach Ibushi to talk to him. It didn't go well. And so they just went out there and did the match. But man, there's a lot of problems with this main event. But the show overall was pretty fun. And it was a nice kind of like rev up to get ready for the main attraction, which is Wrestle Kingdom coming up soon. Yep. Absolutely. It's uh, it's wet your appetite. It's wet mine. Wrestle Kingdom, as we record this, <sighs> it's tomorrow. I'm so fucking excited oh my god now <clears throat> as you said like there's not going to be too much um of a gap between when this comes out and when we when we do wrestle kingdom and new year's dash <clears throat> but uh so we don't really need to do a wrestle kingdom full preview do we no if you want a wrestle kingdom preview the guys at we work stiff podcast released an eight hour Podcast previewing Wrestle Kingdom. Wait, what? Eight hours. I am not going to listen to that, but I'm sure that was lovely. Um, they had every guest on that could, like, I mean, Samsa came on three times, I think. So, you know, it's like everybody that could ever be on their show was on it in this one long, like, eight hour episodes. Woo. So, if you want to sure learn, they, I'm sure uh, they did a whole bunch of recording blocks and stuff, but, uh, I don't. I don't like doing anything for eight hours unless it's like sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I could play video games for eight hours. To yeah, game it is, you know. So I bought um, Cyberpunk, right? Mm -hmm. And I've been playing it a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, dude, this is really fun! I can't wait to get out of the like initial part. You usually got to play like an open world game for a couple hours, and then you get to the open world part, brother." can't get to the open world part <laughs> just playing it and playing it and i can't get there so that's uh that game has not uh not struck me as something i like yet yeah i bought that game on launch and i will never buy another cd project red game ever again fuck them yeah but they they fixed it yeah they fixed gonna, it over I'll a year after i'd already bought the fucking well game. i'm gonna pre-order their next game and every other game that's pre-ordered and they can pre-order these nuts uh I don't know if that makes sense, but 
Fuck them. Uh, they, they're not getting more on my cashery dollar dues. Cashery dues? Yeah. Cassery dues? Sounds like I was saying cassowary, like that, that bird. What's that bird? Yeah, that's the one. Luke, speaking of birds, one of our favorite birds is the one called the Wrestler Diary Tit Mouse. Hey, there we go. And so I was wondering if you would read for me a diary from a New Japan professional wrestler. Not only will I read you a diary from a New Japan pro wrestling professional wrestler, <laughs> which is sent to us by a uh, lovely listener, Jay Doom. Uh, it is also the 182nd episode of Yoshi fucking Hashi. Oh my God. Yoshi Hashi was so popular with all of his wrestler diaries this year that most of our year end Top 10 list, five-star review, end-of-year spectacular was Yoshihashi-related, and that was shocking. Man, he's hilariously he's hilariously dull. <clears throat> and this episode 182, I couldn't get a good night's sleep, dated November 9th, 2023. Oh, sorry, November 8th. The Junior, Le the junior Tag League Tour has started. This time... I was only booked for matches at the more regional shows. I joined the tour starting... Hey, this is the most he's ever talked about wrestling already. I know. I'm shocked here. I joined the tour starting in Fukushima. It was quite warm in Tokyo, even though it was November. And when I usually leave to go on tour, I always depart wearing light clothes and end up freezing every time. So this time, I made sure to check the weather properly. This time, when I got to Fukushima, it wasn't too cold but it was still a bit chilly for shorts and a t-shirt. So I'm glad I brought warm clothes with me. I thought he was going to talk about wrestling. What happened? This, this motherfucker would seriously write a diary about going, fuck, it might be cold today. I'll check Google for the fucking weather. Um, He's like, I pushed the button with my right hand and held the phone with my left and looked upon the screen with my eyes and it said the following. <laughs> it's like, you ever you ever meet those people that want to like give you the play by play on everything they're doing and it's oh like, yeah they, they want to tell you a story and you're like you know all right, I want to hear this story all right this story happened oh, 2008 oh yeah cool actually no it was 2009 I'm like I don't give a fuck what year it was tell the story <laughs> I used to one of my my previous fake dads used to tell stories like that he'd be like you know do you remember Jim that lived down on Susanna Way? Uh, down in 1962, you know, his sister, her name was Jill, and Jill was also the name of my sister, but it was her cousin, and then her cousin lived down on that same road, and it's like, motherfucker, what happened? <laughs> all these people, all these roads, tell me what fucking happened. We don't, oh my God. One of my mates, right, he wanted to tell me a joke that he's seen in a movie, and after about 10 minutes, I'm like, where's the fucking joke? Oh, I've got to tell you everything that happens that led up to the joke. Like, I don't want a synopsis of the fucking movie. <laughs> oh, we've met some of the same kinds of annoying people. Yeah, we... Hmm. I stayed... The hotel I stayed in at Fukushima this time had a pretty fancy name. So I went there with high expectations. But the room was quite small and the mattress on the bed was mesh-like and extremely soft. It didn't fit my body, and my lower back hurt when I slept on it. Oh, he's a junior. What's he whining about? Bed's too soft. 
Hey, remember last time he was complaining about like all of the all the room that he booked out smelling like cigarettes, and then yeah. like later on the diary he mentions how Ishi act like whether they give him a smoking room or not. He's always got incense on him, and I'm like, motherfucker, the solution to your problems is right in your diary. Like you wrote it, Ishi incense sticks. Either ask him or buy some. Uh. Maybe Ishii oh. also has rocks that he brings with him in case his bed is too soft. He sticks them under the covers to harden it up a little bit. <laughs> That's right. I think Yoshihashi needs a fucking glass of concrete to harden a fucker. <laughs> he needs to get hit in the head with a block of concrete. He needs to, yeah. Sawyer, sort him out. Fucking bad. <laughs> I traveled to Toyama. With a sore back for a match. In the evening, we went to dinner at Kiosk. We yeah, went to rest. an izikaya called San Zangogu Uzu Branch. I went with other members of Chaos as well as Musashi-san from Michinoku Pro Wrestling. Musashi-san seemed to have a cold personality and was pretty stoic. So Yo wanted us to get closer to him and get to know him more. So we invited him to join us. I recommend the Harasu rice, but everything is delicious. Did you get along with him or not? All right. It was a great <laughs> time to have a nice chat with other chaos guys and Masashi over some delicious food. What the fuck did you talk about? Like, all right. Who was at this thing? There's a photo of them. Uh, Ishii had to be dragged along and he looks very happy to be there. There's Yo, Musashi, Yoshihashi, and Toru Yanu. Now I would. Uh, like to speak to almost everyone uh, uh, at that dinner table, except obviously yo. Uh, <laughs> the next day, while wandering around for wandering around for breakfast, I was curious to see some leaflets in the department store and bent over to pick one up. My back pain had been accumulating oh, from sleeping in all rest. these crappy beds. The moment I bent over, my back went. I regretted bend your knees. I regretted my decision to bend over to pick up the flyer, but what's done <laughs> is done. I had to walk back to the hotel with my pulled back moving slowly and cautiously. On the way there, there was a camera on the street, probably a TV station doing an interview. When I tried to pass them by, they suddenly came up to me and suddenly they pointed a microphone at me and interviewed me about <laughs> cotton swabs. Do you God feel good swab. when you use them? How many times a day do you use them? Why do you do it? He asked me a lot of questions about cotton swabs. <laughs> You know, I bet you the when when they're splicing together all the all the comments about people talking about you know cotton. So are they talking about the shit you just put in your ears to wipe them out? Yeah. All right. So I reckon they'll get like a few hours worth of footage, all sorts of different people talking about you know cotton swabs, and they'll all be like average Joes, right? Then they'll say Yoshihashi, and maybe one of them vaguely thinks like, "Oh, he's a wrestler from New Japan." Then they hear him talk. Yeah, we'll cut this. I think I think it, the, this interview, it's going to be like, hey, you know, uh, we're here on the street of Tokyo talking to folks about cotton swabs. What do you think about cotton swabs? And everybody's like, oh, I love the cotton swabs. I, I use them, and this is the brand I like. And Yoshihashi's like, I bent over to pick up this flyer, and I didn't lift with my legs, and my back is fucked. You know, and they're like, sure. <laughs> It's like the meme, you know, sir, this is a Wendy's, you know, it's like, sir, we're talking about cotton swabs. Could you leave your back out of this, you piece of shit? You know, that kind of thing. Sir, this channel is for emergency calls only. <laughs> fucking shit, ladies. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza? All right. 
I haven't done any diehard quotes for a while. Yeah, man, I haven't thought of that movie for ages. Even though everyone likes to argue about it over Christmas for some reason, still. It's very silly. Um, you know, I, I, uh, did you see any Christmas movies this year that you liked, Luke? Anything, you know, hit you this year differently than say? No, I didn't really watch any Christmas movies. The only Christmassy thing I kind of watched was the Doctor Who Christmas special, and uh, like most of the Doctor Who Christmas specials. Uh, it was not for me because it was geared more at uh, the kid-friendly fam family kind of audience. And uh, I want to punch Doctor Who, movies. like Doctor Who showed up and he had a noticeable limp. And like no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the new Doctor's not bad. I just didn't gel with the story, and I was just like, oh, Merry, Merry Christmas. I don't really watch Christmas movies all that much, to be honest. Yeah, I I am not religious, so uh, but I did watch the Holdovers, which is on Peacock now, and I gotta recommend that it's tremendous. It's uh, same guy that did uh, you know Sideways. Paul Giamatti is some oh, yeah. grumpy fucking dude. It's tremendous. Great movie. You should check it out. And By the Christmas way, movie. I have some uh, some something to tell you. Mm -hmm. uh, I have like three two two three paragraphs left of this movie. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's how amazingly fucking boring this is. <laughs> I was surprised by the suddenness of the situation, but I answered the questions diligently. And after the questions were finished, there was no explanation as to whether it was okay to broadcast the interview or not. Only that it would be shown on the evening news. I wondered if the interview about my cotton swabs was shown. People of Toyama, let me know if it was. I don't know. It if wasn't. For sure. No. I don't know for a fact but i know this to be true it was not no, no and and like he because he kept saying well i'm trying to talk about my back because we could you shut the fuck up about the cotton swaps how is that going to help my back that i fucked up by picking up a piece of paper yeah oh my god imagine being like this big strong wrestler dude and you blow your back out by not bending your knees picking up a flyer imagine being goto and having to deal with this Oh my all God. day, every day. Yeah. Plus, you know, you get all the farts. Yeah. Yo, pissing himself all the time as well. Anyway, <laughs> they they asked Goto if they if he wanted to be in a different faction, and uh, he just took took one look at Yo, one look at Yoshihashi, sighed, and was like, "No, they need me. This. Yeah. yeah, they they need me." So we then moved on to. Ishikawa Prefecture. I wrestled the last match of the tour that day and went what? back to the hotel, relieved that I managed to finish the tour without any problems. That's a, that's a, that's code for peeing. Too bad. <laughs> he, he was relieved. Oh, okay. Dude. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. He was relieved to finish the tour without any problems except for my backache. The bed in the room I stayed in that day was the worst match of the series. The mattress was too squishy, and my back was already on the board. I tossed and turned several times, but didn't get to sleep at all. The mattresses are probably the worst problem when touring. It's such an underrated right. component. By the way, my back was has already recovered after I took a trip to the treatment center. Tag League starts next series, so I'm going to make sure I'm fit and ready to take on the challenge. There's no self-awareness. Like, all right, the pr previous one. Uh, my room stinks like cigarettes. The answer's in there. 
Ishi, incense, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the beds at the hotels I go to are stanky nuggets. All right. Ask if they've got different beds. All right. Go to a different fucking hotel than the usual ones. What? Sleep it's on the gonna floor. Be all right. Yeah, it's going to be all right, Luke. You know, we're going to we're going to get through this together. <laughs> I think um, Yoshihashi is one of these people that like comes up with problems that happen in their life. They're legitimate problems, but when you say, "Hey, here's an easy solution," they don't want to hear that. They just want to continue to bitch about the issues they have going on. And so that is what's going on. It's like one of those things where you say, hey, well, buddy, why don't you try this? But they don't want to hear that because that solves the problem, and then they can't bitch anymore. And Yoshihashi, he just wants to bitch. I had had dinner with wrestlers. Cool. What what about an anecdote from – I bet you Yano's got some funny stuff. No, we just – I recommend the rice. Oh. I don't even care. By the way, my back hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Is that everything? Is he all wrapped up or is there more about his back? Suddenly want to give him landscaping duty. Uh, So it's a, there's a, my fingers hurt. Oh, your fingers hurt? Well, now your back's going to hurt. You just Mm -hmm. put landscaping duty. It's Ben Stiller. What is it? It's Happy Gilmore. That's Uh, a, that lady was also in Twin Peaks too, by the way. She was creepy old lady whose son or, or grandson held the Garmin Bosia, the cream corn, in his hand. You know, Tremont. Her name was Mrs. Tremont. I think I remember her. That's a deep cut. Yeah. But yeah, I, she was old lady in lots of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was so. also in, uh, you know, Billy Madison, I think, too. I, I didn't know she was in both, but I did. You know, she, they might, might, uh, he likes to reuse actors quite a bit. Anyway. Uh, that was that Yoshihashi diary. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah, uh, man. Get right. So our next episode's Wrestle Kingdom, right? Yeah, guess, it is. Guess, yes. Guess, guess who's the diary next? I, I'll uh, tell you right. off there. Right. <laughs> okay. right. Everyone every- to hear that. That's right. <laughs> you all rest. You have to wait because we know that the two most important things on our show are wrestler diaries and Google reviews, and that's what everybody comes back for. So That's right. Know. And to hear me botch the intro. <laughs> I mean, you know, we got it. It only took yeah. 20 tries. No big deal. Man, it was easier for, for us to work out how to be like, come on down! Oh, that was that good. Fun? Yeah, that was good? Okay, cool. You can use that for the uh, end of your spectacular, all right? No. I guess. No? All right. Well, no, we have to come up with a new idea for next year. So. Oh, that's right. We can't reuse things. No one ever does that. All right. So, Mr. Guy, unless you have uh, anything that you wish to add. In. What's the Noah show? Fuck. Uh, in. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bread was on it. Shit, yeah. In Mr. Bread, we trust. <laughs>